Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Prize. CPI, aka inflation reading, something we talked about last month, I think comes to fruition on Wednesday. We need to talk about value investing as defined by Warren Buffett. And finally, we need to talk about an economic slowdown. So let's get into the topics. This is May 7th, Sunday, May 7th. So let's get started. First, I want to let you know about an exciting event on Sunday, May 21st. Two weeks from today, you are once again gonna get the opportunity to participate in a live Q&A, 100 of you, live Q&A, this time with Dion from Dion Talk, Matt from the Lumberjack Landlord, Millennial Mike, and myself, right? We call ourselves the four Avengers of real estate investing. If you ever wanted to ask one of us or all of us a question, you are gonna have an opportunity to do that. I just created the Eventbrite. You can look it up by uh, looking for my name or I will post it below. Same deal, 100 people, $47, live Q&A, no PowerPoint. You drive the meeting, you get the opportunity to ask questions. I do believe, uh, given these four rock stars on the event, that it will sell out. So if you wanna be a part of it or get the recording after, uh, you need to be one of the first 100 people to sign up so you get access to that event. Again, I will put it down below. We will go for three hours. Unlike the previous session, we've all agreed to be on for the full three hours. So it won't be, for example, Matt for an hour, then Dion for an hour, then Mike. It will be all four of us for the entire three hours. So you can come on, ask us questions, see where we agree, disagree. It should be a lot of fun. I wanna thank Dion, Matt, and Mike uh, for giving up three hours of their Sunday to be a part of the One Rental at a Time family and answer your question. So come join us for that. Let's get into CPI, AKA inflation. Last month we had inflation, headline inflation go from six to five. It was a big drop. It surprised the market. We also saw core inflation tick up. So it broke trend. I believe I shared with you, and we can go back and check the dates, the daily financial news after the CPI reading, I warned, and I still believe this, that headline inflation will go up this month. Right now, the expectations are 5%, which would mean flat. Last month, five, this month flat would be flat. If you're a glass half full people, you could say the trend is intact. If you're a glass half empty person, you could say it is broken trend. I unfortunately believe we are gonna come in higher. I believe we will come in at 5.2 or 5.3. It's the same number I believed last month for two reasons, and they're the same two reasons. One, there's this thing called base effect. Last month, the number that rolled off, I think was 1.4%, it was rather large. This month, we roll off something that is very tiny. I think it's 0.1 that rolls off. The next two are large again, but this month is tiny. 
So we're not going to get that help. And then second, the commodities, oil, gas, lumber, all of those things, they ticked up right when I think inflation was being calculated. And then lastly, I do not believe housing has rolled over yet. I believe, like I've believed all year, that's a July and August helpful. So we got a strong jobs number on Friday. I believe, and we'll find out on Wednesday, that we're going to get a strong inflation reading again on Wednesday. I believe the market is not ready. I also believe that the economic numbers coming out next week are going to be increasingly weak. So it's really going to be a tug and pull. Lastly, to know about CPI and inflation, we are actually lucky. And I mean that. Like the Fed meeting that just occurred, it was bad timing. The next Fed meeting is good timing. What do I mean by that? What I mean by the Fed meeting next month in June is it's after the June CPI. So we will actually have two CPI readings. So again, what I believe is Wednesday will be bad. The Fed will make noise, blah, 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 blah. But we will get a CPI reading in June that is good because again, the base effect commodities have come down. So we are lucky where we were unlucky last month. I think we are actually going to be lucky this month. So just to catch you up on the expectations for Wednesday, uh, headline is expected again to be five. It was 5% last month. Headline month on month is expected to be 0.4. Last month was 0.1. So again, an uptick. And then core, the one that I've been asking you to pay more attention to all year, is expected to be 0.4 and last month was 0.4. So again, flat. So lots of stuff to think about. Inflation next week, it will move the market. It could shock the market. Uh, but I think hopefully we are ready for it. Don't get me wrong. I would love for it to continue to go down. I just can't sit here in good faith and think it will. So we will see what happens. Buffett. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the annual Buffett party, Wallapalooza, whatever you want to call it, it was happening in... Um, why am, I, why am I forgetting where he's from? Anyways, where Buffett is from, and uh, he had some very interesting quotes. This was Warren Buffett talking about value investing. Value investing. Uh, make sure I get it. This is Buffett on value investing. You buy when others do dumb things. Kind of building on his, you, you know, get active or greedy when other people are scared. Um, again, that's a pretty interesting quote. Again, Buffett's value investing is you're buying when others do dumb things. Talk about, uh, oh, Munger. Munger is, uh, you know, he's 99 now. He's getting a little crotchety. I think he's always been a little crotchety. Um, Munger says diversification is uh, diversification. He is not a fan of diversification. His, his, Opinion is basically get three or four stocks, get three or four investments, and watch those investments. Uh, he's not a big fan of diversification. Again, something else I took from Buffett. There are still opportunities given so many people have short-term views and often do stupid things in a panic. And then lastly, 
something that Buffett said and Munger chimed in on. Something you should do, and I, I have never done this. It might be an interesting thought experiment. Let me know. Leave comments below if you think you want to do this. Warren Buffett said, take the time to write your own obituary and then try to live up to it. That's kind of a, it's kind of a, kind of a sit down kind of thing, right? Write your own, write your own obituary and then try to live life living up to that. That's something to think about. So again, a lot of stuff came from the Warren Buffett event. Uh, I can't believe, I don't remember where it is. Why am I drawing a blank? I've actually been there. I guess I need more coffee. Uh, and then let's talk about this uh, Netflix creator talking about getting rich, Ramit Sithi, Sithi, something like that. His most controversial, um, most controversial thoughts is renting can make you richer. Obviously, it's pretty catchy. Obviously, it probably is you're not. You're probably not shocked. That makes me uneasy to hear. I believe ownership is the path to wealth for most people. Uh, however, what Raminti is basically saying, in my opinion, not his, my opinion, is some markets, it's just better to rent. And if you don't know, he lives in Manhattan. So what he gave in an example on a CNBC Make It interview, which is where I saw this, he said, I live in Manhattan. It cost me $3,000 to rent my apartment. If I bought the one next door, my all-in cost would be $6,200. Two to one ratio. What he says is he would be much better off taking that $3,200 and investing it. That is quite a spread 3,000 rent versus 6,200. I agree if it's that wide, your market might make sense to rent. But let's, let's be clear, his rent's not gonna be 3,000 bucks a month forever. Also, let's be clear, if you are in a season of life where you are very mobile, selling costs can eat you alive. So what I will admit to is that renting sometimes is a better idea. Frankly, I know lots of people who live in expensive markets like the Silicon Valley, LA, uh, Miami, Manhattan, who are renters and owners. Some people have chosen to rent where they live and own rental properties out of area or out of state. I do not believe in always. So to remit, I agree, it doesn't always make sense to own your home. If you are living in one of those expensive markets and it's a two to one or worse ratio, you wanna move every couple of years, there are reasons where renting is a good idea. However, to not acknowledge that owning rental properties and having 30-year fixed rate debt in an inflationary environment is an opportunity he missed. He is clearly 
treating this like his Robert Kiyosaki, your house is a liability, not an asset, right? It stirs up all of this emotion and he gets interview requests for it. Just like Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad back in the day when he came out with this idea, your house is not an asset. It blew everybody's mind. And he got all these interviews and talked about his book. This is the same idea. I agree, it doesn't always make sense. But come on, you wanna own assets. It is without question and unequivocally true that owning assets that cash flow day one with 30 year fixed rate debt is a wonderful idea. You don't have to own where you live. Certainly if you're in Manhattan in a two to one ratio, Certainly, if you're in the Silicon Valley, a three to one ratio. Some markets, it doesn't make sense. But please, live below your means, get a buy box, house hack, roommates, for units, something. If you want a better financial future, all you need is four rental properties. Four. You can get bigger if you want to, but the goal should be four. One a year, one every two years, whatever that is for you. Get a buy box, look at it every day, build your spreadsheet, all of those things. So again, folks, if you wanna learn how to do that, I have a course called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, link below. If you wanna come and ask four people who do the work every day questions, you'll have that opportunity on May 21st. I will put the link below, the um, Eventbrite link. Uh, and I just remembered where Buffett's from, Omaha. I can't believe I missed that. Omaha. Uh, that's where the Warren Buffett event was. So again, folks, that's what I have for you today. Anything else? Oh, home prices. Home prices are rebounding. It could impact the Fed. Again, I don't think that's necessarily true. Again, as we've talked about, housing is like a 12-car roller coaster. And we're not, I think we're kind of like right near the peak. The housing like we've seen come up in, in uh, March and April, that's kind of like the last cars now on the, on the roller coaster. Generally speaking, I think housing rolls over July or, or August. So lots of stuff going on there. Anything else? Oh, the last thing, this is important actually, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett said his Berkshire managers were surprised at the economic slowdown that occurred in March. Hear that, economic slowdown in March. He expects earnings to decline in most of his businesses. Lower this year than last. And, and final comment was a swift change in consumer behavior. That's exactly what I feared. I think it was March 13th or 14th, that weekend after Silicon Valley Bank, when I heard of people taking cash out of their accounts, keeping it at home, this is not behavior of consumers spending. So we will start to see that data going forward. I think on Monday, Monday afternoon, we get what's called the, uh, basically get a, a feel of the lending market, which will be very interesting. So folks, have an amazing day. Do me a favor, subscribe. We're at 45,976. We need 24 amazing souls to hit subscribe. So we break 46,000. And if you don't know, once we get to 50,000, we will start planning a Vegas party uh, so we can come have a meeting, meet other ORAT contributors live. 
uh, but I will not plan that event until we hit 50,000. The next step is 46,000. So like, subscribe, comment, ask your friends to join. And then finally, we've got two golden tickets. These are things that I send out when you get your first deal. I want to congratulate Subash for getting your first deal and Justin for getting your first deal. And just so you know, folks, I have these little black cards for when you get your next deals. You can only ever get one of these, but you can get as many of these as you would like. There are people that have 10, 15, 20 of these. So keep it up, keep doing the work. Uh, Justin and Subash, congratulations. Your cards will go out in the mail today, but of course, because it is Sunday, it won't be picked up till tomorrow. Take care, bye.